Hi, my name is Joe Jackson. I'm a journalist, author, interviewer and broadcaster who's interviewed roughly 1,400 celebrities for all major media outlets in Ireland and many abroad. How do I know there are roughly 1,400 interviews? Simply because during the COVID pandemic and lockdown, I decided to use my time constructively and creatively and digitise all those damn tapes. Hey, don't knock it. It beat yielding to global shadows. For much the same reason, I also began to do the Joe Jackson Interviews podcast. And here, I must give a sincere shout out to all the people who listen to this podcast, particularly, but not at all exclusively, those in my homeland of Ireland and in countries such as the UK, America and Canada, but also territories I frankly never thought might be so receptive to my interviews, such as the United Arab Emirates, Egypt and Vietnam, to name but three. We paddies sure do get around, round, get around. I thank you. And that means you for listening. And believe me, the fact that folks do listen is what keeps me producing these homemade podcasts. During the pandemic, I also revised some of my old ebooks, such as those based on interviews with Bob Geldof, Gabriel Byrne, and Tori Amos. And I put together new ebooks about Scott Walker, Frank Sinatra, Brendan O'Carroll, and Louis Walsh, in descending order of merit, of course. I'm kidding. Maybe. Anyway, what follows is a clip from one of those ebooks, which, as they say, are available wherever all good books are sold. It beats me why they don't add the phrase and bad ebooks. By the way, if you haven't the remotest interest in ebooks, that's okay by me. You can read some of my articles free on my website, joejacksoninterviewer.com. And if you want to gain access to the full tapes for, say, documentary purposes, contact me there. Either way, enjoy this podcast. I mean, you note that the album is um, littered with words like empty, arid, dry, uh, Adrian, I've been dreaming of deserts again. Um, I mean, uh, I only know that from doing this stuff. Um, And that aridity, that emptiness, that those oceans of loneliness and universes of emptiness and deserts of grief um, and loss um, is um, the uh, area you inhabit for a long, long, long time. But what was it? Was it initiated by her leaving, by the death of love, the end of love after a long period of loving each other, or the time on your own afterwards? I mean, what actually triggered the, the projection into that desert? Um, when when love was withdrawn, yeah. But had love been withdrawn before she left? I don't want to go into the story of what happened. I can only answer you specifically right. that um, that's when it happened. But I thought the love had died before she left, if I'm wrong. That's what has been said. No, you're wrong. Am I wrong? Okay. Or at least I wasn't aware of it. All right. Because even the last time I talked to you, which was 11 years ago, I had brought up the suggestion that you were seeing someone else and she was seeing someone else already. Now, I didn't go to print with that, but what my feeling was that it was beginning to fall apart even then, and that's totally wrong, because I've been 89. No, that would be totally but wrong. Because he's both had other lovers. No, that's not true. All right, okay. 
So if that was not so I don't want to talk about that that stuff. But you do write about it in the in the I mean even the takeoff track on the album is I don't know how the, her daughters you you're deriding their mother. No, but uh, you you know, you got you got the wrong sense. You're being okay. a bit tabloidy, and um, well, I just I, I'm just gonna read the lyrics and listen to the songs. That's fine. Sure. No. Um, but uh, because you know, or you think you know the story, you will then read into the lyrics stuff. So, um, I won't talk about our lives um, together. But you're wrong about what you just said, and I wouldn't know why you were saying that. But anyway, which part uh, specifically? Well, what do all the stuff you said prior to the the question? Just the suggestion that you reach and found someone else in within the mar other people within the marriage anyway. I'm only going on everything I also read, and I'm not reading tabloids. I'm reading the Irish Times, I was reading the Observer, the Guardian, and all that when the marriage fell apart. And she said you had had at least six other relationships, mm. and there were loads of other relationships. Yeah, yeah, but that's so I was just. But that's that's you know I won't okay, go into well, that. Just but in terms of just as a man and woman together. I won't go into us as a man and woman together. All right. But you're wrong. In, all right. Okay. You just have to accept that. Okay. Well, then tell me what in the lyric where you seem to be mocking her. No. The song one for me is a song of disappointment. You're with, um, you understand totally someone who, more than any other person on the planet, um, and, um, events occur and next minute you see this other person who is not at all the individual you were with for 19 years and you can go what's that what about what about the grace and the joy and the light that's so disappointing and that's what we're that's the atmosphere. The uh, the record is about. No, but that particular track, this one's for me. Yeah, but no, it's the, the, but uh, you see, the, it's the totality. You, all right. Um, the point about music is. I can't talk about the stuff. Literally, I can't talk about it. It's unsayable for me. There are things that are unsayable, and music cliche that it is, is a higher language. And it's a higher language because it can articulate feeling. It can articulate the unspeakable. And um, I mean, literally the unspeakable. And so you get crazy emotion in lyrics. Um, which, unlike poetry, can be completely unspecific because the un underlying it all is this other instrument and language, which is the music. And so you understand a greater depth to an expression or a phrase. And so you can, through songs, even pop songs, um, talk about inchoate things like emotion and, and feeling. And so when I say to you the record is about grief, loss, pain, disappointment, bewilderment, anger, that's what it is. And you can wrap them up in songs and say, that's what that's what like one for me, without a shadow of a doubt, and I'm not being coy, is about disappointment, you know. You, know, you don't like me asking you questions. If I ask specific questions about Jan, which is a love song, 
Uh, no, They just hear some, like nice songs and like that's it, you know. And generally, you know, they're more into Blink One Eight Two and Eminem, and like you know, they think this is seriously fucking lame. And what am I twatting on about? And, you know, right. um, and in fact, specifically in that song, one of them thought it was about something else. They said like you know, when I said they said, I said, what do you think it's about? And they said, I think it's. And they went off in their own little thing, exactly as a punter hearing would be. But with you being specific, which you're wrong to be. Um, in lots of ways, yes. No, you're not wrong. It's a, it, look, you know, it's trying to grasp one of the things that was so predominant, you know. Why would I, I didn't sit down and write the song and say, mm, that, that's one of the emotions I feel and do it. I don't even know when I began this record. I know when it stopped because you cut the record. But I don't know when I began it. But I mean, the, the, you know that. But this, but this, this is this. What you're saying is true, and strikes me as being real. And why I'm hesitating is because I'm thinking about everything you're saying. I'm saying that's right. What he's saying is right. And there was something you said there that struck me as being specifically true. Okay. And what was it? I, I can't remember. But essentially, my response to it is that all that I knew of, as I said, grace and light and joy and beauty, and stuff that had happened, the good part of my life, if you like, was associated with this person because I shared it with them. Okay. So I, you know, and so that went. And so you think all that goes. But utterly, it changes you. Was your own image kind of was your own image of your own sexuality altered by the specifics no. of, of the leaving by the the, the the person who took over, and you being mocked almost sexually publicly? Was that part well, of it? Well, I wasn't aware of that because okay. um, you know I didn't read any stuff. I don't okay. read any stuff about myself. So, uh, so no, that none of that impinged okay, upon it was more me. From him but when than. when I when I was made aware of it, I just thought, who are you? This is so disappointing, you know. To be saying that. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're better than that. Okay. You know. Which is part of what comes across in the first song. Well, that's why I say it's it's disappointment, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. You're better than that. You don't have to say that stuff. Yeah, you know what's that? This is naff, you know. Yeah, but did you also feel? I mean, was part of the inner collapse also guilt and recrimination about your fuck-ups in the marriage? It wasn't just a, no. sing, a single line of "she left me" and then falling apart. No. Wasn't that, there was no guilt or recrimination at that level? No. All right, no, no. No. Well, do you think you were the ideal partner? I thought we were great together. All right. Right until she left. 
even one of the first times where they thought it would still work out, but it's still last. We'll see how to make sure this. I can't go into specifics. But I mean, I do. I mean, I've read such a big fat file on you coming over and again. They're not talking about that, No, but I mean, I'm But they don't know. I don't no, talk about it. They're only speculating. Well, you have spoken about it. You spoke about it in Mary What did I speak so What did I say? About with the, the way everything fell apart when she left and this kind of. Well, about me? Yeah. I don't talk about, you well, know, no, speculation and tittle tattle or the specifics. I'm only asking about you, but I'm asking about how. I mean, I was reading in the. It was the, the Sunday Tribune had a profile of you which said, and all the stuff that we read at the time of the court case, that you, you, you were violent and broody and self centered and stingy. Right? All those images, true or false, could make a person feel. It's not just his fault or her fault or their fault that it's over. The only thing I'd say to you is that I'm not in the least bit violent. I can't recall ever once hitting a single individual, man or woman. And if if there is anyone out there who could counterclaim that, I'd like to meet them. Okay. Violent towards yourself, though. I mean, some people well, that's see a different the, thing. the sinking into morbid depression. No, no, to be specific, are you talking about physical violence? No, well, that, you've thrown that out the window, so I rejected immediately, okay. too. No, I'm talking about withdrawal within a loving relationship, sinking into yourself. I do sink into myself. Some would see that as a form, not violence, as a form of cruelty, emotional cruelty. No, honestly, I mean... No, but I'm just asking you, the idea that a person leaves and you're saying, she left me and I fell apart. I just imagine that there's a whole lot of, and you also said that, I have heard you say, that when Paula died, you felt guilty that you could have been there. So I wouldn't say who said that. It's in one of those articles. Yeah, but that's, that's not a tabloid. You know, that's, but that's All absolute right. nonsense. All right. I mean, what do you mean it's not a tabloid? That makes it right. You would, would assume that the What's other, the difference? Well, who the fuck? I've never heard of her. Who is she? She's right. Okay, so like you know, I've never met her. I don't know who she is. Well, my assumption will be that someone who writes for some of the quality papers might maybe be a bit more sensitive, or a bit more insightful, or quote you more accurately. No, but you know. So the, that was a quote I read that you were filled with self-condemnation. If it's false. Absolutely not true at all. All right. Okay. So you, you saw there were no flaws. You didn't see any flaws within yourself in this period of self-development. I am totally flawed. Right. Or perennially flawed. Right. I've said to you I'm melancholic by disposition. I'm, I'm, sh- I'm, I'm sure I'm very difficult to live with. You know? All right. Hi, Joe Jackson here again. I thank you for listening to this edition of the Joe Jackson Interviews podcast. And don't forget the ebook from which that clip came is available, as I said, wherever all good and bad ebooks are sold. And you can read some of my articles on my website, joejacksoninterviewer.com.